March's biggest tournament is finally here. We do not know who will be cutting down the nets at the end, but we do know there will be no shortage of madness. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of the action. Bet $4 on an underdog, win $256. If they win, it is that simple. Turning $4 into $256 is 64 to 1 odds. Every dollar you bet could turn into $64. Pick one of many select college basketball underdogs for your shot at winning $256. All it takes is a $4 bet. And don't worry if college basketball is not for you. DraftKings Sportsbook offers great odds and promotions on golf, hockey, and so much more. And DraftKings is secure and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn $4 into $256 if the underdog of your choosing pulls off an upset. That's code DNVR to turn $4 into $256 for a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gotta be 21, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Drew Brees may have retired, but he can still be a starting motivational speaker. Perna. And you never know when those defining moments will happen. So I would say, why not today? And you don't know what play it's gonna be, or what moment, or what circumstance throughout the course of that game. Today could be my defining moment here on YouTube Football News. I don't know what dick joke, what NFL story, what play on words it will be, but I will come prepared. Like I'm trying to attack you guys at all times. That's a little aggressive, Drew. The balls don't touch the ground. And if they do, you should see a doctor. Told you there'd be a genital joke and it took me less than two minutes to complete. That's what she said. You control the game! All times! Look, I don't even control my own household, Drew. With energy, emotion, and excitement. Yes, the triple E's. Energy, emotion, and excitement. Energy, emotion, excitement. Energy, emotion, excitement. Energy, emotion, excitement. It's what I bring to this day one of 2021 free agency. Who made the biggest splash during the tampering period? The, the Patriots? Okay, well, I guess I'll just be bringing none of the E's to this episode. The balls don't touch the ground. So what was the single best move from day one? Well, you'll have to wait till the end to find out. Cause it's a cliffhanger. Every year I forget how maddening trying to make videos about free agency is. I won't get everything in this one, but I'll be back tomorrow if I don't cover your guy you wanted to see me talk about. Don't worry, I'll get to him. Now the New England Patriots quietly moved their way into first place in terms of having the most cap space for this round of free agency. The Saints wheeled and dealed and restructured every person on their roster, including the grounds crew. The Saints were in the stickiest situation we've seen since Robert Kraft walked into that massage parlor in Florida. Like Kraft, the Saints are seeking a full release to ease their troubles, and the Rams 
basically took the same spot in the hottest parts of cap hell, now at 32 million over, doing nothing to rework their cap since trading for Matthew Stafford. I'll break down each signing today with some meaningless awards. The first being, save some for the rest of us award. The New England Patriots signed tight end Johnu Smith on a four-year agreement. That is 31 million guaranteed and 50 total as he prepares to go from Ryan Tannehill to probably Cam Newton. The crazy part, Smith becomes the highest paid ball catcher for a Belichick coach team with a $12.5 million average. The second biggest payday the Patriots have ever handed out in free agency next to Stephon Gilmore, who they're currently trying to trade. Now the verdict on this signing, boring. Why couldn't a team like Buffalo sign Jonu Smith and complete their offense? Have fun blocking on 15 Cam Newton rushing touchdowns this season, Jonu. This does give the Patriots a much needed upgrade at the tight end position as Ryan Izzo only had 13 receptions and 199 yards last year and was their leading tight end. Their two rookies, Devin Asiasi and Dalton Keene combined for five receptions. Cam Newton, with his two receptions and a touchdown, tied Asiasi for production in terms of catching balls. Now, Johnny Smith had eight red zone touchdowns last season, which was one more than the Patriots had as a team. Now, some are criticizing this, this move because of Smith's guaranteed money, which is just north of 31 million, which is more than George Kittle and Travis Kelsey in guarantees. The Patriots aren't paying a lot of money for a quarterback right now, so they can overspend a little bit at some positions of need. Remember, the Chiefs, after letting three starting linemen walk, had to restructure Mahomes, Kelsey, and Chris Jones, uh, all of their contracts, all within a year of those guys signing their extension. Now, Johnny Smith is not as good as those tight ends I just mentioned, but that's not how NFL contracts work. It's all about when you hit the market and Smith next to Hunter Henry is the best available tight end right now and that's why he got paid like a top guy at his position. Now, the Patriots weren't done with just Johnny Smith. They also signed defensive tackle Devon Godchow and Matthew Judon, yep. The Patriots got Matthew Judon on a four-year, $56 million deal, and then they signed Jalen Mills for four years, $24 million. Then they signed wide receiver Nelson Aguilar to a two-year deal, formerly with the Raiders, and they did that after I shot this episode. So some of their number totals might be a little different than I initially said, but fuck it, I'm not going back to redo math. Because redoing math is for accountants. And the Patriots must have a damn fine one, because then they went on to sign Kendrick Bourne after after I was done with this stupid video. So they are stocking up on weapons, finally. And maybe a Patriots-Buccaneers hate bowl? I could maybe watch that. The 146 million they spent in three hours, almost half of what they spent the last 10 years. It's crazy. I just don't remember where we have ever seen the Patriots aggressively pursue more than one guy in free agency. Energy, emotion, and excitement. And you can tell Bill Belichick was clearly spooked by his first losing season since 2000. Plus a little Tom Brady envy and all of a sudden the Patriots have gone from total isolationists to rapid spenders, totally handing out contracts to just about anyone who will come to Foxborough. And I would like to say Bill Belichick Flush with cash is like a kid in a candy shop. But that visualization has way too much joy attached to it to be associated with Belichick. Now, 
They call free agency the hot stove in baseball. But I think that literally applies to Johnny Smith, whose girlfriend poured boiling water on him back in college. That's not relevant, but shocking enough, I had to mention it here. And then use it as a segue. A team close to the hot stove is the Packers. I'm not sure how this four-year extension for Aaron Jones will pan out. Either Green Bay gets burned by the hot stove or they cook with it. This was a bit of a surprise move to me, mostly because this is the kind of signing that won't piss Aaron Rodgers off. It's four years, 38 million with a $13 million signing bonus, making Jones the highest paid running back in NFL history, who just fumbled in a championship game. So my question is, is that a choke chain, Aaron? I don't know why I'm doing this to the Packers. I love them, and I really like the way Aaron Jones runs the ball. This was a fairly team-friendly deal, but it's always a dicey proposition giving a running back a second contract, especially when you just spent a second round pick on another running back a year ago. AJ Dillon, you son of a bitch who averaged 5.3 yards per carry last season. The Packers running game as a whole averaged 4.8 yards per carry last season, seventh in the NFL. That basically tells me the scheme, an offensive line, and get this, the passing threat of Aaron Rodgers is more important to the running game than any one running back. And again, I say that as someone who thinks Aaron Jones is very, very good. Jones is coming back because of his ability to catch balls out of the backfield. Jamal Williams could have taken over that role as that's something he does well and would have been cheaper than Jones, but Williams will now hit free agency. And that's why this deal to me will teeter delicately between good and bad. Next we have the this might as well be Monopoly Money Award, which goes to Taysom Hill, who signed the least real $140 million contract extension and not just sports history, but human history. Voidable years is the new favorite phrase for fake quarterback extensions. Big Ben has them, Brady has them, but Taysom Hill is the only quarterback who won't be retiring that has them as part of his deal. It saves the team cap space this year, but voidable years for Hill just means the only way you get this money is if you stop playing quarterback like Taysom Hill and more like a quarterback. Energy, emotion, and excitement. Hill was like, I just thought you guys were finally paying me for playing every fucking position on the team. No, Taysom, no. Then we've got the no one will ever believe this man can stay healthy award going to the 49ers for signing Jason Verrett to a one-year deal. I'm kind of shocked that he declined a multi-year deal. He said he's betting on himself, and I love that, but Jason, your injury history is fucking terrifying. Not terrifying? Bringing the fullback, fully back award going to the Niners as well as Kyle use checks stays in San Francisco. The Niners give him a five-year, $27 million contract. Yes, that is a lot for a fullback, but he put up six touchdowns last season and does quite a bit in Kyle Shanahan's offense. Juszczyk has 1,849 receiving yards as a fullback, which is actually quite a bit more than Aaron Jones, given it's been done in about double the seasons. Running back Ronald Jones had three less receiving touchdowns than Kyle Juszczyk. Yuzchek uh, also outperformed Melvin Gordon in the passing game, so think of Kyle Yuzchek as the only NFL fullback slash receiver. That's what he got paid for. And then we've got the last time I checked he doesn't play tackle award, which goes to the Chiefs, who decided to finally bolster their offensive line and signed guard Joe Tooney to a five-year $80 million deal. 
Here's the problem, they still don't have a left or right tackle. Tooney is a fantastic guard, but he's a guard, and that doesn't fix the fact that they just cut both Eric Fisher and Mitchell Schwartz last week, or that center Austin Reeder is not expected to return. For a team that never runs the ball inside, it's nice to see they are stacked there. Lorraine Duvernay-Tardif opted out last season, but he might decide that fighting COVID is less stressful than being blamed for everything that goes wrong in Kansas City. Yes, Chiefs GM Brett Veach is a wizard, and is probably why he asked Joe Tooney to restructure his contract before the ink even dried on the first one. Joe Tooney, the first player to sign a new contract and a restructure of his contract on the same day. Then we've got the Zeitler, I hardly knew her award. Guard, Kevin Zeitler signed a three-year deal with the Ravens after the Giants released the veteran guard. He's played for the Bengals, the Browns, and the Giants through his first nine seasons in the league. Zeitler is an exceptional pass-blocking guard, which might signal that the Ravens are making a hard push to become more balanced. So maybe this signing will pair nicely with the new wide receiver. Kenny Galladay is still out there, unless he's not by the time I get this video uplo uh, uploaded. And there have been talks about a potential DJ Chark trade. Chark trade, DJ Chark trade. I do hope Kevin Zeitler spends at least one season with the Steelers though, so he can have played for every NFC North team, finishing what James Harrison started. And the best hometown signing goes to my Denver Broncos for locking down the big man, Shelby, I slap out the balls, Harris the best pass blocker in the league. Well, he's best at blocking down passes. But getting Shelby back in Denver for three more years, smart move for a really underrated defensive lineman. And here we are, the best signing of the day. That award goes to the Buccaneers for Shaq Barrett. Four years, 72 million, and his cap hit in 2021 is just 5.6 mil. I love Shaq Barrett, and I'm happy he's getting 36 million fully guaranteed and a chance to get his third Super Bowl ring. This deal was agreed upon about 30 minutes into the tampering period, meaning the Buccaneers won free agency after about 30 minutes. Basically the same way they had the Super Bowl wrapped up in about 30 minutes. Shaq Barrett, Levante David, Tom Brady, and Chris Godwin all going back to the Bucks. That's essentially four of their five most important players on the roster. Plus, it's expected that Indomitian Sue and Rob Gronkowski will both likely return. And the Buccaneers go five for five on their big guys bringing back Gronk on a one-year $10 million deal. And that's it for free agency, but the slowest to retire award goes to Drew Brees. Brees leaves the NFL with the most three, four, and five plus touchdown passing games and the most 300 and 400 yard passing games as well. And he's the only quarterback in NFL history with multiple 5,000 yard passing seasons. Usually players retire well before free agency begins in order to give their team time to figure out a plan to replace them. Breeze waited so long, Sean Payton may actually believe the Taysom Hill-Jameis Winston hybrid is the future of quarterbacking. Energy, emotion, and excitement. In the league. Tom Brady has poisoned us. Poisoned us all by winning the Super Bowl past the age of 40. It used to be that a quarterback would hit their peak in their early 30s and then play into their late 30s using their craftiness and football IQ to make up for their declining athleticism. Tom Brady never had any athleticism to begin with. 
So now he's winning because he's been playing in a 40-year-old man's body since he was 24 years old. So, congrats on your retirement, Drew Brees. That's what I'm trying to say. Thanks for watching That's Good Sports Free Agency Part 1. There'll be more free agency news. I will cover as much as I can. So, come back tomorrow. And the next day. And the next day. March's biggest tournament is finally here. We do not know who will be cutting down the nets at the end, but we do know there will be no shortage of madness. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of the action. Bet $4 on an underdog, win $256. If they win, it is that simple. Turning $4 into $256 is 64 to 1 odds. Every dollar you bet could turn into $64. Pick one of many select college basketball underdogs for your shot at winning $256. All it takes is a $4 bet. And don't worry if college basketball is not for you. DraftKings Sportsbook offers great odds and promotions on golf, hockey, and so much more. And DraftKings is secure and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn $4 into $256 if the underdog of your choosing pulls off an upset. That's code DNVR to turn $4 into $256 for a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gotta be 21, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And the free agency award show continues. Best surprise move? The Bachelor for signing free agent Emmanuel Acho to close out the season. Just like the Patriots signing Jonu Smith before Hunter Henry, The Bachelor is doing everything it can to show they are not racially insensitive as they do everything in their power to distance themselves from Chris Harrison. The Double Your Pleasure, Double Your Fun Award goes to Jesus Christ, The Patriots for signing tight end Hunter Henry after they signed Jonu Smith and Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne. You never see an NFL team take the top two free agents at the same position group, especially one that just drafted two players at that position. The Patriots spending spree is either going to go down as an all-time great free agency uh, period, and not just for the Patriots, but for any team, or it's going to blow up in their face. If Tom Brady were still in New England, I would be livid right now, but since they have questions surrounding the quarterback position, I'm about 50-50 on whether I should toast or roast them. If you factor in all of the opt-outs returning in New England, they may have the biggest influx of players outside of an expansion team. Many people think Cam Newton is probably ecstatic about all of his new weapons. I think he's scared he won't have any excuses if he sucks again in 2021. I love that Bill Belichick wanted a watered-down virgin version of Gronk and Hernandez, and now he has that with Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry. Plus, when Cam Newton played his best football, Greg Olson had three straight thousand-yard seasons. So even though Cam's $14 million contract only has like $5 million guaranteed, this double-dipping in tight ends 
great porn name by the way, may suggest a commitment to Cam Newton, and I think he will succeed with those tight ends. It is a massive upgrade for a team that loves to run double tight end sets that ran the fewest double tight end sets last year. And here's why Patriots fans should be optimistic. The Patriots put up 35 points per game in 2012 with the combo of Gronk and Hernandez and Josh McDaniels. And I can't think of any other important pieces missing from that equation. No, they got all they need. Also, I think the Kendrick Bourne signing is a bit underrated. Uh, that happened after I was 99% done with yesterday's episode about free agency, but he feels like a prototypical Patriots receiver. And by that, I mean a guy nobody talks about. He's a great route runner, did struggle with drops last year, which makes him just like Julian Edelman. So again, good fit with the Patriots, but Bourne was catching passes from multiple quarterbacks. Now he'll just have to learn how to catch passes from Cam Newton who torpedoes the ball with the same velocity for eight yard passes as he does for 40 yard passes. Now my rest in peace award goes to everyone who signed with the Houston Texans. On water, y'all think Jesus like crip walked on water like he got out there, he was just like, hey, how y'all doing? Y'all know what I'm talking about? Okay. Because all of your careers are now over. So let's have a moment to recognize every man who will never play a meaningful snap again in the NFL. Kevin Pierre-Louis, Andre Roberts, who must think the Texans are the same team that beat the Bills in the 2020 postseason, Christian Kirksey, Malik Collins, Justin McCray-Cray, my favorite radiation detector, Camu Geiger Counter Hill, Mark No More Truss Ingram, Chris Moore, Vincent Taylor, Terrence Brooks, Joe Thomas, no, not that one. And Traymon Smith. Rest in peace, my friends. Now Ryan Fitzpatrick decided it was time a real man started defending America and agreed to a one-year deal in Washington. When we try and read about Ryan Fitzpatrick in history books, it's going to be very difficult, considering he will now have played for nine different football teams, with one of them being called the football team. Let me know in the comments which will be harder to keep track of. The amount of kids Philip Rivers has or the amount of teams Ryan Fitzpatrick will have played for, because they're happening at the same rate. I love this move for the Washington football team. Fitzmagic can win with that defense now, and he's got a playing style similar to Taylor Heineke, so he'll be a good mentor, assuming Heineke can grow a beard. I still think Washington will be looking to draft a quarterback, uh, but based on what the Eagles and Giants have done in free agency, nothing. I think Washington is the team to beat in the NFC East again. I know Dak will be back with Dallas, but that defense still needs a lot of work. The biggest even Stevens award in early free agency goes to the Tennessee Titans. Don't get me wrong, I like the Bud Dupree signing. Uh, they needed pass rushing help, and they will get it with you, me, and Bud Dupree. And also signed defensive tackle Danico Autry, who put together three great seasons with the Colts and will bring the kind of interior pressure that I think Dupree needs to succeed on the edge. Now, the Titans made those two big moves for their defense, but this is a team that turned into an offensive powerhouse, and they let two key pieces of that offense walk in tight end Jonu Smith and wide receiver Corey Davis. 
That's why they get the Even Stevens Award. They are going to be better on defense, but definitely worse on offense. Derrick Henry is amazing, but you can't bank on 2,000-yard seasons every year. He will decline at some point. And I like the chemistry Tannehill finally developed with Corey Davis. Corey Davis will now be catching his passes from Sam Darnold or other in New York after signing a three-year $37.5 million deal with the Jets. Davis is coming off of his best season with 65 receptions, five touchdowns, and 984 receiving yards. The Titans were 16 yards away from having 2,000-yard receivers in the same season. I just don't see them repeating that. And I honestly thought there would be a bigger run on wide receivers in day one of the tampering period. As of Tuesday morning, Kenny Galladay, Juju Smith-Schuster, Will Fuller, and Curtis Samuel all still available. I think this is an issue of saturation where both the wide receivers and NFL teams are exploring their options. I think teams are considering whether or not they should pay a lot of money for a guy like Juju Smith-Schuster or maybe less money for someone like T.Y. Hilton on a shorter deal. But I'm sure the next video will be about all of the receivers and where they just signed. Uh, my I can't find my keys because they're so low. Low-key award goes to the Browns for signing safety John Johnson. The skinny safety who can only receive the Johnson & Johnson vaccine will be in Cleveland for three years at $33.75 million with $24 million guaranteed. After watching Andrew Sandejo try and make 100% of his tackles with his head down and his eyes parallel to the ground, the Browns realized they needed to upgrade. And they will get rookie Grant Delpit back, uh, hopefully a healthy stretch as well from Denzel Ward and Greedy Williams at the corner positions to quickly improve their greatest weakness in 2020, their secondary. John Johnson was a top five safety in 2020 and has basically been a top 10 player at his position since entering the league in 2017. So good job, Cleveland, for doing basically the exact opposite of what the Bengals did. The Bengals get my least self-aware award. Now, Cincinnati did get better on defense. Trey Hendrickson is a really good pass rusher coming off a 14 sack season. So the Carl Lawson departure should sting less. And I think getting out of Dallas will be great for corner Cheeto Bayouzie. That's a smarter move than what they did last year and just signing all of the corners the Vikings no longer wanted. And Jesse Bates is probably the single most underrated safety in the NFL. Two decent moves on defense. But the Bengals need to protect Joe Burrow. They were a terrible pass blocking unit. They should have signed either Joe Tooney or Kevin Zeitler. Remember when you fucked up and let Kevin Zeitler and Andrew Whitworth both walk at the same time in free agency? Cincinnati? Well, you should because you've been reeling on the line since. I think Jonah Williams will develop into a good left tackle and you could have accelerated that growth by sticking Tooney or Zeitler next to him at guard. Guard was your biggest need and you whipped Cincinnati. Joe Burrow is the guy, which means you gotta start making plays to help him. Your next target though, there are still some decent guards out there, should be Kyle Long but I'm guessing you'll pursue Forrest Lamp, who has been injured and underperformed every season with the Chargers. I love Lamp. Free agency's gonna continue. I'll keep making videos here, give some overall grades, which teams got better and worse as things progress. But my final award for today 
is the Fuck Russell Wilson Award. Granted to him by his own team, the Seattle Seahawks, who let corner Shaquille Griffin sign with the Jaguars. Pretty good signing for Jacksonville. He can be paired with uh, the ninth overall pick from last year's draft, corner CJ Henderson, and of course, probably Trevor Lawrence. The Seahawks lose another good defensive player. So have fun, Russell. Unless, of course, they trade you. Oh, thanks for watching That's Good Sports here on YouTube. Please subscribe. I do football news almost all day, every day. And if that's not a good plug for my show, then it's just not. March's biggest tournament is finally here. We do not know who will be cutting down the nets at the end, but we do know there will be no shortage of madness. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of the action. Bet $4 on an underdog, win $256. If they win, it is that simple. Turning $4 into $256 is 64 to 1 odds. Every dollar you bet could turn into $64. Pick one of many select college basketball underdogs for your shot at winning $256. All it takes is a $4 bet. And don't worry if college basketball is not for you. DraftKings Sportsbook offers great odds and promotions on golf, hockey, and so much more. And DraftKings is secure and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn $4 into $256 if the underdog of your choosing pulls off an upset. That's code DNBR to turn $4 into $256 for a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gotta be 21, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.